Welcome to If Life Were Perfect. I'm Josh Meyer, and with me always is my wife, Laura. Hey, guys. So today we're going to be talking about planning for the holidays. And so if you're anything like me, I love the holidays. They are awesome. You guys should see our house for Christmas. It is like from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I don't uh, even want to know what the electricity bill is. I love it. I love it. The fact that, you know, Coast early and earlier is getting ready for the, all the holidays and stuff. That's yes, awesome. It's mid-November and we have already been listening to Frosty the Snowman, courtesy of Josh. So anyways, you get where I'm coming from. But, you know, it's one of those things where, well, holidays can be awesome and exciting. They can also be a huge stressor from figuring out where you're going to spend the holidays, if you have to host it, you know, what kind of food do you get, the decorations, where do you put the kids, how do you keep everybody entertained, cleaning up. Dealing with out-of-town guests, I mean, it can get overwhelming and stressful really, really quickly. And so today we want to share some of the stories that we've had over the years on things that we've done to really, you know, reduce the stress of the holidays and increase the jolly and the cheer. So we're going to be hosting in a few weeks, you know, almost 50 people for the holidays. And so uh, in a combination of almost half adults and half kids. And so we, we have a lot of experience doing this. And, you know, hopefully this will go well, but it hasn't always been perfect. I remember one of the first Thanksgivings that we had with both of our families because we both have big families like I said there's almost 50 people on both sides and before we used to live up north and so we were coming down and we were the guests and so we really weren't expected to do a whole lot other than you know they were happy that we showed up other than sit on the five freeway and like everybody else that was our only job right was to make it down here but then once we moved down here then we wanted to be more involved and I like cooking and doing those types of things and so it was one of the first Thanksgivings we were down here and I took on the task of cooking the turkey and so I got this new, you know, uh, machine contraption that was going to, you know, create the turkey. It was like an oilless fryer. I was super excited about it. I had brined the turkey for several days and it gets to Thanksgiving Day and it's time to leave. And Laura's like, so where's the turkey? And I hadn't even started it, basically. And so I don't know where the timing got mixed up or it was in there, but it wasn't going to be ready. And so we were like hours off on timing. It wasn't like, you know, 20 minutes late. And so, you know, I I don't remember this, but I'm feeling like I should still be mad at you. Yeah. And so I'm glad you wiped this from your memory. You know, we were talking in advance. You like didn't even remember this. And so I'm, I'm thankful for that. But basically, long story short, we get in a fight. It's a huge mess. And it ends up being where her dad has to like run to Ralph's or to the market to get some like turkeys or chickens or whatever pre-made stuff was available. And so, you know, what a disaster. I vaguely remember rotisserie chicken for something. I vaguely remember that. And my dad telling me like, no, everybody likes it. It's good. So it must have been that. Yeah. So, you know, that was not, you know, the the best way to impress as a son-in-law coming over and failing on the turkey. Um, But fortunately, you know, it worked out great. We had a great time. Everybody loves seeing each other. And I think that's kind of the first thing that I recommend everybody remembers is, you know, what this is all about. You know, spending time together with your loved ones. A lot of times, especially if it's people that you don't get to see all the time, whether it's family or friends or whoever it is, is, you know, keeping the focus on that and knowing that things aren't always going to be perfect. In fact, there's a good chance there's going to be several screw-ups. And so, you know, the best you can, take things in stride. And I know as somebody who hosts all the time, you want everything to be perfect. You want everything from the napkins to the food to everybody's enjoyment to be perfect all the time. But that's just too much pressure and stress to put on yourself. And and it's not a reasonable expectation. So if you guys are listening to this right now and they're like, is this the husband talking? (laughs) Um, That is totally how it is in our house. And I have to just tell you, because this is making me think when we got married, 
I remember the wedding coordinator told me that everybody at her office or whatever, whenever you would call about the wedding, they would say, is that the groom? (laughs) Because normally it's the bride, right? All obsessed with the details. But Josh is so great about the holidays from beginning to end. If you, for some reason, God forbid, weren't in my life, I would never want to celebrate another holiday because you take it to the whole next level. And you're right. The focus is on family. Like I just got word that everyone is coming to our house for Thanksgiving. And you guys, we live in a normal size house. We do not live in a mansion. And I'm trying to think, how are we going to be fitting all these people? There's kids, you know, we're in California, so it's going to be cold. It could be. 60 something degrees. Don't hate us if you're in another part of the country. So I'm like, how are we going to have outdoor seating? So anyway, it does get stressful, but I have to go back and remember it really is about the people. And if nothing else, it's really about our kids too. And making sure that, you know, this is special. We get to spend it with them and making sure it's an enjoyable experience for them as well. And they don't have two stressed out parents. That takes so much out of it. I know there's been many times where we haven't completely had everything in line or in plan and you get stressed and tense. What about takes... you? What do you mean? Like me? <laughs> us. us. I think okay. us, everybody, <laughs> us and our family members too. <laughs> you know, I think everybody can, can relate to this and sympathize. Like it can be stressful. And so, you know, the more relaxed you can be and the more focused you can have on just, you know, enjoying everybody's company and just, you know, rolling with the punches, you know, that's kind of the, the first best advice I yeah. can give you. Start drinking the eggnog as early as possible. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, Some of the things that you want to consider when you're preparing for the holidays, you know, one of the first things that comes into play is, you know, where you're going to be spending the holidays. And we've had to do a variety of different things, you know, whether we lived in town or out of town, whether we were going somewhere or hosting. And so here's some of the things that we've done that have been different and been successful. Laura and I, we're both close with each of our families. And so one of the things that we've traditionally done is, you know, we've rotated on the different holidays that we celebrate. We're like divorced kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, you know, we, we, get it, we have to go to both sides and figure that out. And I'd say one of the things that has been most helpful in that is that, you know, there's been times when we try to spend, you know, a certain holiday and do, and do both sides on the same day. And that is just causes so much stress, so much anxiety. You're spending more time on the road and trying to transition people and take them away from having fun, but promising they're going to have fun elsewhere. That is so hard and stressful with kids. And so one of the things that we've been able to do is we will always celebrate holidays with both sides, but sometimes we won't do it on the actual day. I think that's so important because here's the reality. You know, we get obsessed with like the actual day, right? Um, And the reality is, For some of us who may be divorced, we might not even have our kids with us on that day. For some of us who have jobs where we work, like we're in law enforcement or fire or probably at Netflix. Isn't that a big Netflix day? I don't know. But we might be working on that holiday. And it's like an immediate bummer when you think about, well, gosh, I can't be with my loved one on the actual holiday. Celebrate it another day. Make that day just as special, just as important, and it will be okay because the reality is if we get so obsessed with that one day and spending it with everybody on that one day, like we're not even going to enjoy it. And there's no way we're going to have everybody we love all together on the one day. Yeah. And so it just gives so many more options and stuff. And I promise you the food's going to taste just as good. The kids will be just as excited about presents, even more so. Now they get to spend it multiple days. Now you get to enjoy holidays on multiple days, not just one. There's nothing better than when your pants are already tight having to eat a whole nother Christmas meal. But 
go on. Yeah. So, so, you know, be flexible if you can. One of the things that can potentially plague your holiday like nothing else is if you cannot detach from work. Yeah. Who wants to be thinking about work or talking about work or, you know, even if people ask you about work, they really don't want to know about it. <laughs> They're just trying to be polite. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, I, I remember, you know, kind of working at other law firms and stuff. You know, we're, we're lucky now we have a lot more flexibility and control over our schedule and when things happen. But, you know, when you're working for somebody else, you don't always have that. And, I, you know, I recall, you know, several holidays where, you know, I was working at firms, especially when they were litigation firms. You know, there's just a lot of action and stuff pending and, and things that are looming over our head that are going to be due. And I would spend so much time stressing over him, I wasn't able to enjoy the holiday. And the reality was, though, I was stressing over this stuff, but it's not like it was getting done. So it was just a huge waste. And so one of the things that's been really helpful is when there are, you know, times where we know we're going to need to be taking time off is one, get as much stuff done in advance that we can. But then when there's going to be stuff that isn't getting done, that's still going to be due is to calendar it. So then you know that it's on the calendar, it's going to get done, and so then when you are at the holiday, you can relax and not have to think about it because you know it's going to get done because it's on the calendar. Yeah, and I think that's great because as the holidays come up, you know, it's important to make your to-do list of the things that do need to get done at work or projects that you need to wrap up and calendar it out. And then if you can't get to it or complete it by the end of the holiday, you know that it's calendared. So if it's the middle of the day on Thanksgiving and that pops in your mind, you know that it's already scheduled for you to take care of it, you know, when you get back. And on um, on that note, there's another kind of cool thing that I do. If there's something that I'm worried about, it could be work related, it could be personal, whatever it is. But if it's something that I know could creep into my mind, like work and sabotage my holiday, I will even put on the calendar the next day at whatever time to worry about it. So I could even tell myself, I don't even need to worry about it. I even calendared when to worry about it. And the funny thing is when that comes up, and I think this was a study at UCLA, then you don't even worry about it. You forget. But that literally can help free your mind up by just calendaring to when you're going to worry about it. So it's not on your mind. Yeah. And the other thing that you can do is, you know, leave your computer your your phone, your briefcase, your work materials, whatever it is, leave it at the office. Unless you're an on-call doctor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you, we want to make sure you're available for us. Um, but you know, if it's nothing that you know that you need, you know, keep it at the office. So then you're not even tempted to touch it or or uh, you know try to handle it. All right. So one of the other things that can really derail the holidays too is taking on too much. So like I said, I love the holidays. I love the decorations. I love the cooking. I love the entertaining. I love doing it all. But the reality is, is that we get so focused on that, it can take away from what we were talking about before of spending time with our family, spending time with our loved ones and kind of just enjoying the moment in the holiday. I remember one holiday where I'm running around like crazy and one of my kids comes in and they want to play with me. And instead of, you know, acknowledging them and going out and playing, I was basically shooing them out of the kitchen, not even wanting to deal with them because I had so many other things that I wanted to make sure were perfect and were getting done. And a little while later, I realized like, whoa, wait a second, like, I have my priorities off here. I'm spending so much focus and time on all of these details and missing out on the bigger picture. Yeah. And I can get caught up in that too. And more of like, I'm more about the cleaning and things like that in advance. And I know for us, sometimes the kids will say like, well, it's not fun when we have parties because mom's always wanting everything to be clean and perfect. And you know, the pre-prep part isn't fun for them either. And remember all of that, the pre-part the actual holiday, the aftermath, all of that is part of the experience for kids and for, you know, family members. And so just to remember, like, 
You don't need to take on everything. You don't have to make it perfect. A lot of it is just about the experience and not so much about the details. Yeah. And so, you know, some of the things that we've done to kind of take off some of the tasks are, are to, you know, one, Laura had a great idea. She's like, you know, Josh, I know you love cooking. You want to do it all. But pick, you know, two or three things that you really want to cook and prepare and then everything else we can either buy it we can have somebody bring it or if there is an extra thing you want to do do it in advance and i when i told the family that they're like boo laura boo (laughs) (laughs) have them do it because he's so good at it but i think it's more relaxing no it is more relaxing when you're running around like crazy it's it's more stressful it's you're not as good of a host or entertainer and you know the food doesn't turn out as good because you're trying to do too many things and you know I, i cook well but you know cooking a million things at once there's a lot more room for air And another thing that could really sabotage the holidays is if you're bringing up with family members kind of important matters that are best discussed at another time. For example, if you don't like someone in your family, not the best time to bring it up. But seriously, I think, you know, being an estate planning attorney, it's interesting because usually after the holidays, a lot of people are calling us because they went home, they saw their family and they realized, you know, mom or dad's not doing so good anymore. Or, wow, you know, what's going on with my brother and his wife? They didn't seem like they were in sync, whatever it is. Not my brother. I'm just giving an example. So if that's the case, when you notice that, if you haven't been with your family and you notice that there are important family dynamics or matters that need to be addressed, do not do it on the holiday. That is not the right time to do it. It's not the right manner. It could spoil the holiday or lead to a fight. So a better thing that you should do that we recommend, and we've done, you know, in our own families when there's situations that we have to address, is you can simply schedule a time later as a follow-up when to address it. And if it's not something you could do in person, you can do it, you know, through FaceTime or over the phone, but you should address it. It just shouldn't be done on the actual day. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, you, you really don't want to, you know, at, yeah, at the holiday meal, you don't want to be talking about something that's negative or controversial. You want to be enjoying each other's company, especially if you don't get to spend a lot of time together. You know, there's going to always be issues that are out there and there's always going to be a time to address them. You don't need to do it then just because you're together. And if it is something that you need to do together, like Laura said, then schedule it, you know, schedule it for a time that's either before or after or whenever. So then if it does get brought up at the, the dinner table, you can say, you know what, we have it scheduled. Let's talk about it then and move on to something else. Another big stressor for a lot of holidays is costs. Yeah. Kids love to rack up the uh, the Christmas list, right? You know, <laughs> and it's never something cheap. You know, it was so funny. It's it's funny because like I feel like our kids too, they start making their Christmas list like in July, you know, and so they're super into what they want. And, you know, it's very easy to very quickly as a parent feel overwhelmed with gifts, what to give people, how much to spend, how to pay for things, how to finance everything that gets really stressful. And the reality is, We live in a culture that is very materialistic. You know, the gosh, you could go shopping now on Thanksgiving instead of just celebrating the holiday. That's how consumer driven we are, right? As a culture. And it is stressful for, for parents. It is hard. I know many parents where they don't even know if they could give their kids just even regular presents. We're not even talking about anything above and beyond. But, you know, some of them are new single parents. They're adjusting to incomes. It's very hard. And so if you're in that situation where you think the holidays roll around and it does stress me out because of money, one of the best things you can do 
is in advance, set up your budget. And we covered the budgeting episode back in season one. Go back and listen to get great advice on how to set up a budget. But before the holidays come, you really need to set up a budget. Because why? You're not going to be enjoying things if you're stressed about the cost or you're stressed about a credit card bill or things like that. You really need to have that sense of control. The second thing is, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, like your kids love you anyway and just explain to them they're not getting everything they ask for. I have four kids, right? Like we know how it is. They're going to badger you to death and tell you everything that their friends got. It's just how it is. But I will tell you, maybe they think that way now, but Given our profession where we do work with people who have lost loved ones and things like that, never once have they said, this is going to be a tough holiday because my dad's not here to give me a present. No, they're missing the people that they love, the people who invested in them, loved them, raised them, and took time to make them the person that they are today. And know that with your kids, they're going to feel exactly the same way. Personally, just thinking back to all the holidays and stuff, I mean, the things I remember are the places we went, the people who were there, the activities we did, not the specific gifts. I mean, that that's the last thing. And I mean, think about too, I mean, I remember when our kids were li- real little and we were starting the business and money was tight and we were struggling and we'd stress so much over which presents we get. And, you know, we would end up buying, you know, one big present that they could play with. And then they spend half the time playing with the box it came in anyways. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's one of those things where you spend so much time worrying and stressing over about those, the, 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 you know, what item they got. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, that time and that love that you spend with them. That is what really gets remembered. All right. So I think we want to wrap up with kind of the most important part of all of this. And that is remember what the holiday is about. And I know that's different for all of us. And so I'm certainly not going to impose, you know, my views of a certain holiday on anybody else. But I will share with you that for us, what Thanksgiving is about is being appreciative of what we have. And then also being appreciative of the fact that we have a great family. Not a perfect family by any means, but it's being able to be together and just enjoy the people that we have in our lives. You know, certainly, obviously, Christmas will be coming soon. Christmas for us is largely uh, the main part is, you know, focused on our faith and remembering that that should be first and foremost faith and family around that time. And then certainly, of course, same on Easter. So, Lots of different holidays, but think about for you why a holiday is important. What makes it meaningful to you? What does it represent? And make sure that you are spending time that day, whatever it is, being able to focus on that, include it, and really celebrate that because that's what's going to make a great holiday in the end. For this week's quick step, we want you to identify what the upcoming holiday means to you. Write down on a piece of paper, why is it significant? Why do you want to celebrate it? And what it is that you're hoping to feel or experience on that special day. And then you can identify something that you can do to help celebrate that meaning for you. 
Okay, so we hope, you know, some of these stories were helpful and give you some insights on things that you can do to kind of prepare and plan for the holidays so they are awesome and exciting and something that you look forward to, something that you can cherish and have great memories over that are positive and wonderful and not kind of those negative and and downer ones. Um, We want to keep, you know, all of that cheer in the holidays. And we want to wish you a great holiday for whatever's coming up. And thanks again for your support for the show. We're super grateful for you guys. If any of the information we're sharing has been valuable for you, please share it with other people. Um, Send them a text so they know about the show. And keep up with us in the meantime. And we'd love to keep up with you on Instagram. We're at Meet the Myers. And that's M-E-I-E-R-S. You're also welcome to sign up for our quick steps and get them in your inbox. Just go to lifeforperfect.com and subscribe. 